Welcome to the Change for Joy podcast series, 19 minutes to inspire and ignite your life. Stories change the world, and all of us can change through stories. Each week, an inspirational guest will give voice to what really matters to them. Presentation Master Founder Ninka Van Bezoyen is your host. Stay tuned for today's Spark of Inspiration. Welcome for Change for Joy podcast series. Changing the world with joy one story at a time. Today I have with me Martijn Lambert from the Netherlands. So welcome Martijn. Thank you for the invitation, Nienke. Yeah, great. So let's kick off because we have 19 minutes. So my first question always is, who is Martijn? Well, Martijn is still a little boy driven by curiosity and wanting to understand the world and also share what, what I learned in the, in the whole process. And that's the journey of my life. Mm. So you're an explorer. I am an explorer, indeed, and also searching for, for wisdom mm -hmm. in, in global research that I'm doing mm -hmm. together with uh, a great team. Can you tell a bit more about that? Sure. So, um, actually, for more than two decades, I've been conducting values-based research. First at the Dutch-based research company, uh, Motivaction, where I set up the Mentality Research Programme. That is used by um, uh, governments, by uh, NGOs, by companies for understanding people and um, really stepping into their shoes. And that was growing and growing and growing. And more and more questions came, of course, about, well, how is it like in, in China and in South Africa and Russia, in the US? Mm. So... That's when we decided in 2013 to take this approach global. And now we have like six fieldwork waves of global research in place. We interviewed more than uh, 275,000 people and uh, in over 40 countries. That's a database. That's a huge database. Mm. And, and well, we asked the questions that are highly relevant also in these times about mm. what are the drivers of people? Uh, what are their priorities in life? How are cultures different? Um, what do we share across cultures? Um, what type of personality traits do we see? And of course, the question also, where is the world heading mm -hmm. in this um, time of, of change, of pandemic? Mm -hmm. And the, the name of this company and research program is localities. And in a nutshell, it, of course, is about the ties between the global and the local. And these are multiple, multifold. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, that's the, the vision behind this program. And we are working for global NGOs, uh, international uh, companies, and also international governmental bodies who really want to look beneath the surface to understand people, uh, audiences, the social change in order to, well, to foster the good as mm -hmm. well, because that's um, in these times also a huge challenge. The, these times are really complex. A lot of things are happening at the same time. 
And how to find your direction in that is a major question for, for leaders, for citizens, for organizations. And there we, we can give them a bit of, of guidance by stepping into the shoes of, of people from all across the world. Yeah, I, I can see that. So how did you, apart from your, your natural born curiosity, how, how did you come to this? And I, I often ask the question, what breaks your heart? So there's often the drive behind everything. So if you can't stand, for example, the people don't understand each other, I can imagine you step into the research. So what is your drive behind all this? Well, that, that's a very deep and good question. So the, the drive behind this is that, yeah, let me just tell you the story of my grandfather. He, he was a horticulturalist and he has his own nursery. And I really loved to come to that place and, and see how he was growing um, uh, potatoes, um, uh, vegetables, uh, tomatoes, all of all of those yeah, wonderful plants that we eat <laughs> and that we live by. And what I learned there, and I came to realize that later on even more, is that all the information is already there in the seed. You only have to provide the right circumstances to let this seed come to fruition, to let it blossom. So it needs to be connected with the waters, with the earth. It needs light, naturally. Um, oxygen, right? or it's, 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 it's creating oxygen, even that we breathe. So this is also how our, our atmosphere was created by plants. And that's the oxygen now that people are, are in desperate need of also people who have been hit by this pandemic. So this, this seed um, has the inner drive and knowledge to come through fruition. However, if this seed is deprived of any of those elements and is not being nurtured um, in ways that humans can, it might break and die. Yeah, or not come to flourishment, yeah. Indeed, yeah. So th this metaphor is what drives me because I know that in every human, there's also this, this seed, this potential, and you can link it to purpose. And we are so diverse. We have our, our, our passions, our values. Our, they're so diverse. And that's what we research all across the world. But if you can connect with that person, uh, purpose, either by finding a mentor or by, uh, well, it's, life is often also a struggle by what you learned from it in, in this hero's journey with different stages. Um, then you can give back to the world, to your community, to your uh, loved ones. Then you can um, contribute through work, Um, in your free time um, and do what you're meant to do here and what, what brings you joy. What makes you flourish in, in the total perspective. Yeah so, yeah, so this lies beneath it because for this you not only need knowledge 
but you also need to be conscious. And so you need the, the right and the left hemisphere of the brain, those aspects working together in balance to create a homeostasis, just like in your body that's needed for, for keeping healthy. But that same type of homeostasis is needed at the societal level or in, in a company. Otherwise, it gets broke. Yeah, <laughs> If it's yeah. not connected to the stream of life, of, or otherwise you get worse. Yeah. Even hey, if it's not co connected with the higher values of humanity. Mm -hmm. I, so, I think it's beautiful what you what you do, Martijn. And um just we have 19 minutes, so I want to stick to it and I want to bring more to the service here. Because uh, as a chat TEDx uh, coach, global TEDx coach, I saw you did a TED talk, uh, and not just around the corner here in the Netherlands. But you went to Johannesburg. You were invited, even, and that's it's it's really an exception to get invited. And the hundredth anniversary of uh, the birthday of Nelson Mandela. How did that happen? Well, um, that was really a privilege to to give, of course, this this talk. Um, I've been researching together with the team a lot in the light of the vision of Nelson Mandela about ending poverty. Um, and we, we did a global study into that topic. And actually, um, extreme poverty in the last you know, more than two decades has been cut in half. And of course, now people are pushed back into extreme poverty due to the pandemic. But this story is... Um, hardly recognized because in the media there is a lot of, of pessimism and people are affected by that as well. And we, we saw that only 1% of the world population was aware of the fact that extreme poverty was cut in half. And so we looked into the who are those people who are aware of this, who are those people who want to contribute to ending poverty, because that's, of course, even more important than the awareness. <laughs> um, and then we saw that there was a group of, of change makers globally who were more informed, who were younger. And if you look at the millennials and Generation Z, they are the highest educated generations in human history. They're more aware of these developments. They are better connected, interconnected. Also have a lot of action potential. Well, I, I published that research uh, in cooperation with Global Citizen, which is a, a New York-based global advocacy organization. Um, and they are focused on achieving the, the sustainable development goals globally, which is actually about a flourishing humanity. And because of this vision that was rooted in our global research, I was invited to give that talk because Nelson Mandela's vision was also about a rainbow nation and overcoming apartheid. And what I see now happening in this world, and that's heartbreaking, is that there are various forms of new apartheid growing. Huge inequalities are boosted by the pandemic and its effects. 
So there needs to be a new homeostasis. And it's my deep conviction and, and also knowledge, I think also tapping into ancient wisdom, that we can only realize this if we uh, have genuine leaders who are much more than only rational beings, but who are fully developed humans um, in all aspects, who can be the example, but who act accordingly, and who believe in the potential of each single human being in their community, in their country, and on this planet. And I see in our global research that actually nobody can top his appeal and, and popularity. We, we did a lot of studies. And um, yeah, so, so this is quite remarkable. And I was very privileged to be invited there. So that's where I, I shared this, this story. But we also make it very practical because this may sound a bit uh, ideological and, 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 and far off. No, we make it really concrete based on our data, very tangible, because we see that, for example, um, fans of Beyoncé, and there are a lot of those, uh, want to contribute in the fight against uh, gender inequality. Yeah, there are many, many of the millennials stepping up and, and becoming role models for a new generation, but also an inspiration for the older generation. So I think it's a, a beautiful combination and it's good you, you really highlight this and do it research based. So it's, it's, it's wonderful what you do. So I'm so happy to have you here so you can spread this story as well. In the preparation, I also ask about role models. So you, with the research, you create new role models, you highlight um, new streams of what's possible and bringing a balance between the happiness and, and maybe the more pessimistic kind of approach. So um, do you have a, a role model too? Um, well, I already mentioned him, of course. Nelson mm -hmm. Mandela is, is absolutely a profound role model. Um, and, but, but also more uh, closer, that, that is one of my professors. Uh, already when I, I, I started studying economics. But after half a year, I recognized that this was not my path because it was only about statistical models and administration and rationality. And, and I thought the economy is about, well, the whole person and the whole household. And also, well, if you talk about our home, that's our planet. <laughs> um, so, th but then I saw a lecture of Professor Theo Beckers um, from Tilburg University. And this was about the homo ludens, so, so the playful person, which is always in balance with the homo faber, the, 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 the working man or woman. And actually, in the, and that was really inspiring. So in the end, I graduated upon um, uh, the battle between Apollo and Dionysus. <laughs> and I researched that in practice in, in, in the Dutch culture. And Apollo was a god of the law and the ratio and, and, and work. And, but Dionysus is a god of, of fertility and of change and of theater and of the playful being. And that's when I really got a hold of, of values research. I, I graduated cum laude on, on this topic and I, I haven't stopped doing this since. Now, I also did a 
a, a study with another role model, which is Professor Ronald Ingelhardt, and he is the founder of the World Values Survey, um, which is um, a collaboration of more than 100 uh, social and political scientists glo uh, globally. And already for more than four decades, they, they've been uh, studying values change. And we have developed an online methodology and, and are on a similar path. And we met in Toronto um, uh, two years ago and, and we were really passionate. And he's 85 years old. It's, it's really a privilege to, to work with him. And we did a study on the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and crisis on the world uh, population. Well, actually in 24 major countries. What did we find? That the, the crisis has two faces if you look at people on the one hand you see that pessimism is growing and and the crisis is coming as an emotional shock to many um it's and people are becoming more upset so that's the downside on the other end and that's really peculiar to this crisis because of social isolation and because of the lockdowns people are becoming more and more focused on on self-determination and emancipation, and also value freedom much more. So the crisis is a double-edged sword. In the deepest sometimes of hell, you can you can bloom, you can find the way to blossom. But there's one necessary ingredient for that, and that is consciousness. Yeah. And consciousness is about, in essence, and that's what I also see in our research and in myself, being at the same time fully present as a human and recognizing what's happening and participating emotionally in what, what, where you're at. at, at the same time being able to take the helicopter view and being the observer and that pulls you in the right direction. Yeah, I see it. I see it. So we, the lessons from the pandemic, we can turn into to creating our happiness because we've seen the darkness, so we turn towards the light. Martijn, we are already uh, in our 18th. Thank you for listening. Change for Joy is a collaboration between BookingWorldSpeakers.com the platform for speakers that contribute to the future and Presentation Master, the speaker's coaches who stand for authentic, clear, and effective sharing of your voice. If you share our mission to change for joy through authentic and impactful stories, feel free to share this podcast. We unite humanity through sharing wisdom. We change with joy the world one story at a time. Do you want your 19 minutes of impact here as well? Contact us at www.change4joy.com slash podcast.